Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Growth. It's a word that a lot of us think about, right? A lot of us plan in, but a lot of us do not take the action around our own growth. And even worse, some of us shame ourselves out of growth. We judge ourselves for what we have or haven't done or accomplished. And that's the topic that we're going to talk about here today. Um, we've got Joni Johnson, who's the executive director of the South Dakota Biotech Association. And her and I had a great conversation about this. And when she brought up this topic of shame, I said, we need to be talking about that because it's what a lot of us do to ourselves. Um, and so I'm really excited to have this conversation, Joni, because I think you have an amazing story and perspective to share with us. Thank you for being here. Oh, I'm happy to be here and I'm shocked and honored that I'm going to be talking about shame today. <laughs> well, tell us, start with telling us just a little bit about who you are, how you've gotten to this point in your life. Kind of what's your story? Sure. I have a long winding path as does everyone, like I think, in their <laughs> stories. Yes. Um, but I grew up in a small town. Uh, I have wonderful, loving parents that were there for all of my sporting events. Anything I was involved with, they were super supportive. Graduated uh, from Iroquois High School, Iroquois, South Dakota, town of around mm, 250, 300 people. Graduated with 17. That's right. Wow. Most of them were my cousins, I think. I'm not <laughs> sure. But I don't, wait, we, we don't, we don't go too far down in that family tree, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> But I, uh, as does everyone my age, at least in this generation, it was just known that you go to college. So I went to college for two years at Dakota Wesleyan, um, and I then got married really young, uh, 20 years old. And so that uh, my husband at the time uh, graduated from college, and he, we, he took a job uh, down at Omaha. So we went down there for a few years, and I thought I could just pick right back up go to college from small town, Iroquois, South Dakota to Omaha to University of Nebraska to Omaha. And I went a semester there and went, what is this place? It's terrifying. Uh, so I got a job and I just thought I would just put that on the back burner. Um, and so I never finished my degree at UNO, um, ended up coming back to South Dakota. My grandmother was sick and I just knew that I needed to be back closer to home. So moved to Sioux Falls and started a family and tried to take some classes online part-time. Um, actually, I don't think they had online. Geez, it feels like they didn't even have computers back then, but they didn't have online classes and it was just too tough with a, with a family. So I, I could navigate and I could stay home uh, with my kids, which I loved and I was thankful to be able to do that. And then I could find some odd part-time jobs or some just jobs that you know, at the school where I could be with the school, working with the special education students as a coordinator and things like that. But I always had this nagging thing in the back of my head. Like I went almost three and a half years of college and I didn't finish my degree in psychology. And I, I was, I, it was just there. It's like, I felt embarrassed. I didn't want to talk about it with anyone. So, um, Anyway, that's, I, I was lucky enough to get to where I'm at today. I did finish my degree, by the way, but I shamed myself through the process. Right. And, you know, it's interesting. Thank you for sharing the story because it's also hard to sometimes share that because I think we all deal with that, whether we got the right degree or we went to the right school or we finished or whatever it is. 
right? There's always someone who's felt like they've done more than what you've done. Um, but recognize our own strengths, which is part of this podcast, right? And that's the next question I have for you is like, through that whole journey, like, what is one of your superpowers that's kind of contributed to your success? Because to, to be honest, you're, you're a powerhouse in the biotech space now. I mean, you, you know, you, you hear that journey and most people would say, and maybe there's like people listening. They're like, I kind of have that same journey, but I don't know how to get back into it. Like what's a, what's a superpower that you use to kind of say, I'm going to invest in me again. Well, I think uh, I was lucky enough once I decided to go back into the corporate world again. I um, a couple of the jobs I had were on political campaigns, and through that um, very temporary jobs, I was able to meet and um, and have relationships with some really wonderful people that were donors um, and also staff of of who I was working for on the campaign. That really taught me a lot. And so when I thought, you know. I need something more in my life besides my kids who I love, but they're growing, right? And I have to do something. I don't want to be the special ed coordinator anymore at the school, which is a great job. I don't mean to say that, but that just wasn't fulfilling me. It wasn't filling my cup. And so I, I reached out to um, Rob Schonsberg, who worked at Poet uh, at the time. And I said, hey, you're looking for someone to run your political action committee. I'm looking for a job. Let's do this. And I guess I was uh, stupid enough, I thought at the time, or courageous enough, I'm not sure which, to reach out to him after a few years of not knowing him, and he gave me a chance. Um, I, I interviewed for the job, and actually, after I, I left there and I'm in the job that I'm in today, one of the members on the team says, Joni, I've, I've looked at Rob and said, why are you hiring her? It doesn't make sense. She just, it, it, there's more qualified people. And he's like, just because I know her, I know she can do this job. I, I want to, he wanted to help me. Right. So I think maybe my superpower would be resilience. And um, I love people and building relationships and developing those um, bonds, I guess, that you can go back to someone and, and with, you know, on the campaign trail, I, I had a high amount of integrity, I would like to say, and we all did. And we worked hard. Um, we weren't afraid of, to do things that were not always comfortable knocking on a stranger's door, asking them about what they want to do, right? But that was very much out of my comfort zone. So um, I guess I think those are the things that allowed me to have the courage to talk to Rob. And he helped me grow from there. I love that story. It, it, what it reminds me of is a, um, is a quote, and I'm not going to get it exactly right, but just an idea that sometimes you need someone else to believe in you before you fully believe in yourself, right? Like you can get to that belief, but other people almost have to, you have to curate confidence from other people before you fully have it. Right. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think other people see other things in us that sometimes we don't yet see in those strengths. Um, and I think it's really important. It's an important message for everybody to first off, know the people who are around you. Right. And and focus on those relationships and building those, because that's going to take you further than checking the boxes on a degree that you received. Right. The further you go up in your career, the less and less it matters what degree you have. I mean, do most people know I have an I.T. degree? I mean, come on. Like, do I, I, I'm not a typical IT person. Like, I just don't, I don't even think in that way. And so it, I, it just, there's so much that as you get older, doesn't matter anymore. And we have to let some of that shame go. So I want to talk about that because you're open about, you know, how you looked at yourself throughout this journey, just at varying points is 
you know, I think shame is a very misunderstood topic sometimes, right? It's, it's got a weird connotation. The word Brene Brown does an amazing job of kind of cracking it open, right. And talking about it for what it is, but what does that mean to you? And, and how do you think shame or that idea of shame has impacted your journey positively or negatively? Sure. Well, I actually, um, in preparation for this podcast, I, I Googled shame to see what the definition was. Um, and one of the definitions was it's a painful emotion by the belief that one is, or one is perceived by others to be inferior or unworthy of affection or respect because of one's actions, thoughts, circumstances or experiences. So shame is a belief that we have put upon ourselves, I believe, uh, versus guilt, maybe by an action that we've done, you feel bad about, right? You feel guilty about it. And it's hard to separate the two sometimes. Um, embarrassment, I would lump into that as well. But um, shame is something that, you know, can, it's hard to come over, overcome, I think, because for me, at least, um, I, I, I felt like I had gotten too far along in life without having a degree that is like, I'm embarrassed now. Cause it was at, while I was in this role, when I got finished my degree, like I don't even need it anymore, but I still had that nagging shame in it, but in the back of my head that I am now talking to college students. I'm talking to high school students. I am talking to PhDs and I don't have a bachelor's degree. And I knew I had to do that for myself um, to, to get that shame for other people. I think sometimes it can be so hard on folks that they, they don't even come out of it. Like they just go into depression and you just don't see the end of it. And, and that's, what's really sad. And I think it's allowing yourself to love yourself and to be kind to yourself, um, forgive yourself for beating yourself up. I mean, I think it's what we do to our own selves. That is the worst than more so than other people sometimes. Absolutely. You know, you think about the last year and, you know, I've met with a lot of people because we, we talk to people in transition, right. When they had a job loss or a, and it's just, it's, it is sad in that moment because as humans, it impacts you, whether you've done something wrong or the pandemic is what caused it, you still feel right. That shame over things that have happened in your life. You know, I even talk to, to parents whose kids are struggling with something and they feel shame over what's happening because we feel shame as a parent, right? That we haven't done the right thing. So there's a multitude of places that, that we can find shame. I just think a lot of people don't recognize it for what it is. We let the emotion just kind of fester and, and take over. Like you said, it can very much manifest as depression. It can manifest as anger, right? It can manifest as defensiveness, a lot of different ways. Um, but any way it manifests is not a healthy way right? And can really detract from your overall health as a human. And so I think recognizing it and talking about it, which again, is what I appreciate so much is you having this conversation, because I think there are so many people that struggle with it. And why do you think people struggle with this so much? And, and do you think that has changed over the years? Like, do you think it's gotten worse as you think about social media, right? And everything we have access to has our shame amped up? Oh, absolutely. Uh, not just even as human beings, we, you know, some of us uh, do a really good job of shaming ourselves, but uh, in social media, it's very easy to also do sh public shaming and it's of people or businesses or whatever it may be. It doesn't matter. Like, it's amazing when you read some of this stuff, it makes me sick, which is why I can't even hardly get on social media anymore. I just, it's sad to see what people do to each other. And I, I would rather people lift up 
others and find a reason to find the good in someone, then find it's easy to find, geez, we all do things wrong. And no one wants to point out, right? Who wants to hear about it? Right. I mean, humility is a good thing, but gosh, I can, you know, I can be humble, but I don't need you to point it out to me or my business or how I'm doing or, or all of that. That just makes it worse and worse and worse. And people don't talk about it. You just hide it. It's, it's shame is hidden, whether it's a, an event like I had or, or other things, maybe an upbringing, or it could be who knows what. We have shame for everything. Like you said, could be going to the wrong college or getting, you know? So, I mean, I think we just need to be kind and love one another again. And forgiveness, uh, I think are so important that we don't do as much anymore. Right. And I, I agree with you. And there's, you know, we're in this cancel culture, right? Where it's just really easy to just say, well, you're over there and I'm over here. So you must be wrong. Right. And I don't want to have anything to do with it when the only way we move forward is for us to find the middle, right? And listen to each other. And I don't think we can do that when we're shaming, right? Or when we feel shame. And I I had a coach um, early in my career, right? In those early days, I I remember this vividly, where you're very, you're, you're not very confident, right? You're looking at other people, and you're, you're still trying to build your confidence. And she said that, you know, oftentimes, when you feel jealous, envious, right, you're having those feelings that you can sometimes feel on social media with like, look at that trip, or look at that thing they're doing, or look at how successful they are in their position, or whatever it is, is it's reflecting something in you, it's projecting it back, essentially, right? It's it's jealousy playing back when you're having those feelings. And so the first thing you should always do is check yourself to say, what is it telling me about myself? that I'm feeling the need to shame this person or judge this person for what they said or didn't say or did or didn't do. Um, Because it's oftentimes, it's always a reflection of us. And I think that's really important for us to turn the mirror back on ourselves. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think we all, most people strive to be the best at what they can or to do a good job at what they're doing, whether it's parenting or their job or, or their own self. I think people want to do that. They strive for that. And so when someone else is doing what they think might be better than what they have have an expectation for themselves, it's, it can be easy to be like, well, that's because whatever they, they, they have this in their life that I don't have. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Right. right. It doesn't matter. So, I mean, I guess for me, it's, it was, uh, uh, learning to, um, self-correct those thoughts that I had, um, anything I, in, I was telling myself negatively about myself or, or my situation. I just, there's only one way to overcome this is to do it. And so I did, and it was so easy and, and I've never felt so proud, um, to have that. I mean, honestly, it's like, I have my degree now. It's like, I'm a jackrabbit and I can say, Oh, I'm a jackrabbit. You know I mean? It's, it was such a small task that, shame didn't let me do for so many years that once I kind of had this really tough talk with myself, like get over this, you can do this. I, it's this, uh, a release, like the handcuffs are off. It's, it's an incredible feeling. Right. And again, you did it for you. Was there a moment or what, what was that thing that got you unstuck? Like if someone's listening and is in that same boat, whether it's a degree or it's going back into the workforce because you've been a mom for a while or a stay at home dad, what was that thing? Was it a moment or was it something that you experienced that got you unstuck? I think it was in a series of events. I think it was surrounding myself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did go through a divorce. And during that divorce, I reevaluated myself. I reevaluated my friends, my colleagues, how I treated them, how they treated me, how I behaved around other people. I mean, I think that um, really made me take a look at who I wanted to be as a person rather than trying to please everyone else and be everything to everyone. So, um, and then I put people around me and I don't, I mean, I know a lot of people, but um, a smaller, uh, a smaller group really know me intimately and that's okay. That's by choice and design. And those are the people that I feel have uh, aligned values with mine and they support me and they help me grow and they help, uh, I hope, I hope to help them grow. And so from there, I had the courage and strength to say, I can do this. And I did. And I find myself doing that and challenging myself um, all the time with what, what is it? What am I missing? What, what gap is not, what, what cup, my cup is not filled. What am I missing? What do I need to do? Do this a volunteer thing or is it what? So um, I'm constantly changing uh, myself and looking within to see what it is that I need to do. And that's not easy for me to do. And sometimes I don't. And my friends will remind me, Joni, <laughs> you, you're going down this road again. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Right. So what would you, if someone's sitting here listening and saying, you know, I do that, right. You're describing me. I'm in that place right now. What would you, what's the first step? Get a good mentor. Find someone that you trust that you can talk to that will tell you the good, bad and ugly, but that you believe, um, that you, you know, maybe someone you want to emulate that was helpful for me. And, and it wasn't just one person that was many. Um, but I, I try to do that now for, for young women in particular, as they're growing in their careers, things I didn't know, I wish I would have known, you know, I'm a, even a first generation college student. There were things I think I would have done differently had my parents known what advice to give me. Right. So uh, I just think that, you know, finding someone that's been there, done that to help you navigate through this and get your self-confidence back is, is critical. Right. And I love that you, how much you pay this forward because you are the mentorship you do and, and just supporting other people. And that's the gift because you've had the journey, right? It's the gift that you can give back to other people. Um, and, you know, another thing, and then you mentioned this earlier is just catching your own thoughts. Sometimes it's just catching the shame or the judgment. And I'm, I'm actually, I've been really aware of this over the last year of myself of that judgment and, and seeing it, you know, hearing it or feeling it pop up and be like, wow, that was a super judgy thought or statement. I might even say it out loud and just catching those things sometimes can just make you more aware of where it's happening right? Why it's happening. Cause it's probably not in all aspects of your life. There's probably some place again, that's reflecting back a gap you have, right? When you're judging someone else, it's because there's an insecurity somewhere in something that you're dealing with. And, and I think even just starting to catch those thoughts and really examine them for what they are, right. Step like out of body and, and look at them from a different yep. perspective. Exactly. Acknowledge them. Look, right. you know, it, I'm feeling this way. This isn't okay let it just simmer for a minute. And then I think just reflect on what it is that's causing this, this thought that you have. And it is every time I do that, it is something that is within me. Absolutely. You're right. hundred percent. It is. It's, this is not on them. This is, this is on me. So what do I need to do to help build self-confidence? And, you know, a lot of it is just being compassionate within your own self and giving your own self grace that you don't give 
that I give everyone else, but I don't give myself. Um, I think that's, that's one of the things I struggle with and, and constantly I'm working on is I don't need to be perfect in my own eyes. You know, it's okay to mess up. And the things that I don't feel comfortable or confident with myself, it's okay. Like I need to give myself that grace to, to, to grow in that area. Yeah. And it's so fascinating to just hear you talk, right? Is it's just reminding me, I already know this, but even just saying it out loud, it's like, huh? Yeah, I could probably work on this this week, right? It's just, we all deal with it. And so the, the point of this podcast, not just this topic, but this just ties in so beautifully to the whole point of superpower success is to normalize these shitty feelings, these the, through the journey, we all have these moments. I don't care how successful you are, how smart you are, how many degrees you have, everybody deals with this. And the more we can talk about these topics, the more it normalizes it for everybody else that when you're in it, you're like, okay, it sucks. I got to figure out how to get out of this, but I'm not broken, right? There's not something fundamentally wrong with me. I'm human. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's that whole self-compassion and challenging your own thoughts. Like, am I really, is this really reality or is this something I'm conjuring up? Right. <laughs> like, the like movie that's only playing in my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome, it's a, it, it's been something that I needed a reminder on. So I appreciate that so much. So if people want to connect with you, follow you, just kind of get more information about what you do or who you are as a person, what's the best way for them to do that? Probably the best way is just go ahead and shoot me an email, uh, jjohnson at sdbio.org and connect that way. And we can exchange phone numbers and go from there. Perfect. We'll make sure we include that in the podcast notes so that everybody's got that. Thank you for being here and for having this conversation. Oh, thank you, Jamie. This was great. This was good for me. It was cathartic to be able to talk about this in a public setting. And hopefully I can be an inspiration to others that are in the same position. I know you will be. I absolutely know you will be. And to the, you know, to the listeners, I said it just a couple of minutes ago. That's the purpose of this podcast. This is not meant to fundamentally shift your life. It's meant to make that small shift right? Our life is made up of these small perspective shifts, these small shifts where maybe today your interaction might be a little different based on what you just heard. Maybe you'll be a little kinder to yourself today, right? So don't feel like if you're feeling this way that everything is wrong, it's just like we have a choice every day to just take that step forward and to be thinking differently. And, And that's what I hope this podcast continues to bring you. So thanks everybody for being here. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.